Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I want you to think about your favorite person. Now, once you have that person in mind, I want you to think about which of their qualities you appreciate the most. If you had to sum this person up with just one word, what would it be? Kind? Funny? Supportive? Respectful? Patient? When I think about my favorite person, the word I choose to describe their best quality is curiosity. Curiosity is most commonly understood to be an intrinsic motivation to seek out information and understand the world around us. Our curiosity can be sparked by novelty, uncertainty, or simply a fascination with a particular topic. It drives us to ask questions, explore new experiences, and expand our knowledge. And when we say someone is curious, we mean they actively engage in exploration and investigation. They might ask questions, tinker with things, or seek out new experiences. This type of curiosity is often linked to creativity, open-mindedness, and a lifelong love of learning. But an interesting fact that often gets overlooked is that the word curiosity comes from the Latin word curiositas or curiositas, I don't know. And this word originally meant careful or diligent. And it's interesting to think that being curious in its original sense wasn't just about spontaneous or impulsive exploration, but involved a thoughtful, attentive approach to understanding the world. This deeper, original meaning of curiosity as involving careful attention and diligent pursuit underlines the importance of being thorough, and conscientious in our search for understanding. It suggests that true curiosity involves a balanced approach that values both the eagerness to explore new territories and the discipline to thoroughly investigate and reflect on them. Now, understanding curiosity in this light only makes me appreciate it more as a quality. It's not just about seeking novelty or accumulating facts. It's about engaging deeply with the world. 
asking thoughtful questions, and being open to the complexities of knowledge. And this perspective aligns with the broader recognition of curiosity as a critical component of effective learning and creative problem solving, emphasizing the role of curiosity as a driver of progress and personal growth. Now, in my opinion, a lack of curiosity indicates one of two things. Number one, a total lack of interest in the topic or activity at hand. And number two, the assumption that one knows everything there is to know about the topic or activity at hand. Now, a lack of interest in a topic or activity is totally normal. I mean, you can't expect anyone to be interested in everything. However, what I find to be particularly boring is talking to someone who assumes they know everything about me or life or the world at large. Because when someone isn't curious, they tend to be disinterested or disengaged in the conversation, which often makes the interaction feel one-sided and unfulfilling. I'm sure you found yourself in a conversation when you were the one making all the effort to keep it going. You were trying to apply the tips and tricks you've learned from this podcast, right? Listening attentively, adding your own thoughts and opinions, asking thoughtful questions. And the other person wasn't even trying to reciprocate the effort or the energy or the interest. And that's usually what happens when you're talking to someone who isn't curious. Without curiosity, conversations tend to remain surface level. They lack depth. They lack substance, right? And this usually leads to boredom and frustration, especially for those of us who enjoy exploring complex topics and exchanging ideas. Now, although not every conversation has to be deep or enlightening, I personally don't enjoy surface-level conversations about nothing in particular. I enjoy listening to stories or exploring ideas and debating controversial topics. And if we're not going to do that, then I'd just rather sit in silence. And speaking of exploring ideas, a lack of curiosity often correlates with a closed-minded attitude, where the person is unwilling to consider alternative perspectives or entertain new ideas. And this only creates tension and inhibits meaningful dialogue. And you know, as a teacher, this one's particularly relevant because it's impossible to teach someone who is closed-minded. As I said earlier, curiosity is essentially the desire to learn new things and understand the world on a deeper level. We must be open to new ways of seeing and doing things. We must humble ourselves and accept the fact that we are highly illogical and emotional people who are full of cognitive biases that cause us to jump to conclusions and make painfully general statements because it's hard for us to accept the fact that we don't know something. So we just pretend to know things. So if someone isn't even willing to consider the idea that they might not know everything, then they've chosen to remain ignorant. And there's nothing anyone can do about that. And in the context of a conversation, the most boring people are those who lack intellectual flexibility. The ones who are only capable of seeing, thinking, and doing things in one way. The ones who think they've got everyone and everything figured out. They shoot down all your ideas before they even understand what you're saying. They tend to be quite narcissistic. They're poor listeners. Just all around unpleasant human beings. 
And the whole point of a conversation is to exchange information and ideas. So how can you make conversation with someone who isn't willing to consider new ideas? People who lack curiosity also tend to engage in repetitive or mundane conversations, focusing on the superficial topics without exploring new interests or experiences. And this just makes interactions feel stagnant. They're very uh, uninspiring, right? I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Everyone has that one friend or that one family member who never has anything new to say. It's always the same topics, the same comments, and the same questions. You can almost predict what they're going to say before they say it because you've had the same conversations so many times. It's like watching the same movie over and over and over again, except instead of your favorite movie, it's one that you can't stand. Now, at this point, obviously, it's contextual because there are some people that you enjoy having the same conversations with, like your grandma who comes from a simpler time and just enjoys making small talk about daily life. But hopefully, you're able to differentiate between that and someone who simply has no substance to offer ever. People who lack curiosity also miss out on countless opportunities to grow personally, interpersonally, and professionally. Whether it's new friends, new partners, better jobs, more money, or more knowledge and wisdom. You wouldn't believe how many good things can happen to you just because you decided to ask, what if? What would happen if I introduced myself to that girl? Or what would happen if I asked my partner how I can support them better? What would happen if I asked that guy why he always seems so angry? What would happen if I took that trip abroad? What would happen if I made less judgments and asked more questions? It's this kind of curiosity that can open all kinds of doors for you. And unfortunately, for most people, those doors will forever remain shut simply because they lack the desire to learn and discover new things. And speaking of judgments and questions, another side effect of a lack of curiosity is the inability to connect with other people. Because no one likes being judged, and no one likes speaking to someone who isn't listening. And even though we all know this intuitively, many of us continue to judge and ignore the people we interact with. Instead of asking thoughtful and open-ended questions, we tend to make ignorant statements and disregard the things that other people say. And I just don't see how we can expect someone to open up to us and build a relationship when we're behaving in that way. And these are just some of the reasons that people who lack curiosity are amongst my least favorite in life. But it's easy for me to say, you should be more curious, right? It's easy for me to say that. So what I think might be more helpful is talking about some relatable moments when it's wise to be curious. So let me give you some tangible examples. The first one, learning new skills or learning about new topics, learning English, learning any language. A lot of people approach learning things like languages or any skill. They, they take the, uh, how can I say this? They, they tend to approach it with a very fixed mindset, thinking that they already know everything that there is to know or that uh, new concepts are just too difficult to understand. This is too tough, too complicated. Nah, fuck this. And they just give up on it. But that is the moment when you need to be curious. That is the moment when you need to ask more questions. And try to go deeper into your understanding. When you're 
talking with real people, listening attentively to the words they choose, and asking them why they choose those words. What does this mean? Or when can I use that word? Is this formal or informal? I notice you say this all the time. What exactly is that? Is that positive or negative? You know? What's the difference between the way I would express this idea in my language in their language? Why do people express themselves that way in their language? You know? Just pure curiosity, asking questions, just trying to know as much as you can about this thing or this skill, right? Talking with other people who have learned the skill and learning from their tips and tricks and methods and things of that nature. I, I don't know, man. I just, it's such a common mistake when it comes to learning language is approaching it like it's black and white mathematics or something like that. And it's just not, it's not. Language is 100,000% dependent on culture. And so if you want to understand the language on a deeper level, then you have to be curious about the culture. Also, the language itself, you know, just the history of it and how it works, grammar structures, spelling, tones and pronunciation, all that stuff. I mean, wanting to know more about and understand these things. This is how you get to an advanced level, especially if you're studying by yourself. Because when you're at a, a school or you're taking a guided course, somebody has laid out a path for you. All you need to do is take the steps. Sometimes the steps are taken for you. But if you're learning by yourself, and if you're listening to this, you're most likely learning by yourself, then I'm telling you, curiosity is going to help you immensely. Immensely. Instead of saying, this is this way, you should say, why is this this way? (laughs) Those are horrible sentences. Hopefully you get my point, though. They say this. Instead of saying that, you should ask yourself, why do they say this? How do they say this? When do they say this? How does it sound when they say this? Who can say this? That's curiosity. You know? A very simple example. A very simple example. I, um, I'm obviously learning Thai now. I shouldn't say obviously. You might be listening to this for the first time. If you are a first-time listener, welcome to Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen. Very happy to have you here. So anyway, I'm learning Thai right now. And uh, every day I make an effort to speak to myself in Thai, even though it's like... It's less than elementary at this point, but I'm, you know, I'm giving it my best, giving it my all, coach. Giving it my best, coach. So uh, I was talking to myself this morning. I was coming up the elevator, or makes no sense, coming up the elevator. I was on the elevator, going back to my place, and I was talking to myself, and I was thinking about my favorite Thai words, because I went to order a smoothie, and uh, when I order the smoothie, I have to say the fruit that I want how many cups I want, and then how sweet I want it, which is so interesting, the way they order food here. Because if I was in the U.S., I'd say, let me get a mango smoothie. And I'll probably be specific. Let me get a small mango smoothie, a medium mango smoothie, a large mango smoothie, right? That's how we order drinks. But here you have to say mango, one cup, regular sweetness. In terms of sentence structure, that's how they say it. Mam wang nungao. One pokati crap. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So uh, I was just thinking, like, I don't know why I like that word, pokati, pokati, which is like normal or normally, depending on the context. Um, and then the other word that I like is kaujai, which means to understand. And so I was thinking about that word, kaujai. And I just kept saying it to myself, like, man, I just like the way that word sounds. 
And I was remembering what we learned in class a couple of weeks ago, and I remember that the word cow by itself is to enter. And jai is heart. So when you put cow and jai together, it means to understand, but literally it means it enters the heart. And my fuck, my mind blew into pieces, bro. Fucking exploded. That's fascinating to me. Cow jai. It's like it enters my heart. I understand. That's like the way they express comprehension. I understand. It entered my heart. Now, I could be wrong about that. I still have to ask my teacher. <laughs> I'm going to see her today. Um, so I'm going to confirm that. But that's just an example of me being curious about the language and just trying to stay immersed in it all the time. I'm like, huh, cow jai, cow jai, cow jai. Ah. And just that, that's a very simple, basic example of curiosity, but stuff like that helps you understand the language you're learning on a deeper level or the skill you're learning on a deeper level. So if you're going to learn something new, you must develop your curious muscle, curiosity muscle. I don't know what I would call it. You have to develop your curiosity. I cannot emphasize this point enough. I have other examples, but this is for people learning English, obviously. So this one is extremely relevant to you. Like, I cannot express with words how much more you're going to learn, how much more fun it's going to be once you develop curiosity for the language you're learning and also the people who speak that language. Another situation in which it's extremely wise to be curious is interpersonal relationships, dealing with other people, romantic or platonic relationships, whether it's your husband or wife, your best friend, your family, whoever it is, being curious extremely important because assuming that you know everything about a person often leads to misunderstandings, communication breakdowns, fights, and unnecessary drama and stress, right? Nobody likes to be judged. Nobody likes to be condescended to or disrespected or ignored or any of that. Nobody likes that. And so by going around and do, even though, let me say this too, I think that it's in human nature it is, it is our, our nature to judge things based on their appearance. I could be wrong about that, but it seems that it's just what we do. No matter what country you go to, no matter what the people look like or what the culture is, we all judge others based on appearance. We all judge others based on accent, dialect, profession. We can't help ourselves. We just do it. Even if it's not malicious, it's sometimes it's just like unconscious, right? So maybe that's in our nature, but by going around and doing that, you're not making friends, bro. The number of people that like and want to talk to you is not increasing when you do that. So why do that? Why not be genuinely curious about other people instead of jumping to conclusions or making assumptions? Why not make observations and then ask questions? Instead of assuming all these things about this person based on the way they're dressed, why not go and ask them about the way that they're dressed? Or why not go and ask them about who they are or their lives and try to learn more by letting them tell you who they are instead of assuming who they are from a distance based on what the fuck they're wearing or what they do for a living? Like, it's so stupid, bro. It's so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. I just, I think that being curious does it does so many things for you the first one is that people will tell you all kinds of shit man it's i've said this so many times on the podcast and i'm gonna keep saying it 
until y'all really get the point. Because, bro, people tell you all types of shit about themselves if you just ask questions instead of making judgments. People like being listened to. They like being understood. They like being seen by other people, validated by other people. That's why social media is so goddamn popular. So if you can give that to people, but in a face-to-face -face interaction, people will talk to you for hours and enjoy it. And you don't even have to have a bunch of interesting shit to say. You can just be asking questions. It's amazing, dude. It's amazing. So by being genuinely curious about other people's thoughts, other people's feelings, other people's experiences, you will begin to foster deeper connections. You will begin to develop empathy for other people once you listen to their stories, once you try to relate to where they're coming from. You know? You'll make more friends. You'll be more of a pleasure to talk to, which means you'll be talking to people more, which means you'll be improving your English and your ability to express yourself and listen attentively. In other words, communicate, which is what you want. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Also in the workplace, which is slightly connected because it's about relationships. You work with people, generally speaking, but also just thinking about the way things are done, especially if you own a business, you're a freelancer, an entrepreneur or something like that, and you have the power to make changes within your organization, being curious about how to improve certain systems, how to improve workflows, how to and work on your marketing or whatever it may be. You need to be curious, seeking out new ideas, listening to to different people in your industry or listening to stuff from completely different industries to see if you can learn. Because what I often find is just like an artist who, let's say, makes, uh, I don't know, let's say they make heavy metal music. That's their main art form. That's what they practice. But on the weekends, they might be doing oil paintings or writing poetry, or playing the piano or playing football or do, just doing something completely unrelated listening to neuroscience podcasts or some shit, just getting completely different ideas in their head, which end up connecting to their already existing ideas or pre-existing ideas. And then they form new ideas. Does that make sense to you? Like you have all this stuff in your head already, but by consuming new and interesting information, your brain starts to make these connections, right? Like once you learn to speak a foreign language or once you learn a programming language, for example, once you learn JavaScript, you understand how to learn a language, even if you've never learned a foreign language. Because they're both done the same way. Language is a language. So if you learned JavaScript, bro, you can learn English. 
if you learn JavaScript, you can fucking learn any fucking A, dude. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's just another another example. And even more relevant, an interesting example is cross-cultural experiences. We talked about interpersonal relationships, not making judgments, trying to be more supportive to your partner and understand them instead of judging them and criticizing them, listening more attentively to your friends so that they want to talk to you and share more with you and build deeper connections. But what's also extremely relevant is the idea of traveling abroad to a foreign country or hosting foreigners in your country. This one is super, super important. I'm going to do a whole episode just about this topic. But in this context right here, right now, like when you travel to another place and interact with people of of a different cultural background, everyone's going to have preconceived notions about you and you're most likely going to have preconceived notions about the people. And what often happens is if there's a language barrier or some kind of communication barrier, like I said before, so many things get misinterpreted. So you might think these people are being rude or cold or distant when you just don't understand their culture. And you're also not curious enough to seek understanding. You just get offended. You take it personally and say, fuck these people. You ever stop and ask yourself how many times a day that happens? Worldwide? Like, it's, it's insane, dude. That's a very simple example. But I think it illustrates what I'm talking about perfectly. Simple shit that just turns into much more than it needs to be. When you could just ask questions to try and understand. And then come to a conclusion. You know, also when you're hosting people in your country, it's another very common thing. It happens to me a lot here in Thailand, for example, um, people making all kind of assumptions about me or what I do or where I come from or what I must be like just based on the way I look, you know, which I understand. I, I don't give a shit. I don't take it personally, but it's I think that the natives, the, the hosts in this case, don't really stop to consider how they might be making their guest feel. And I'm not talking, I'm not saying, oh, foreigners, like, you should treat foreigners like kings and queens and bow at their feet and all that stupid shit. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But I do think it's a good idea to consider how you might be making these guests feel while they're in your country. I do think that's a, a good idea. And it's something that most people don't seem to to think about. Um... Which is unfortunate because the whole point of traveling, interacting with different people, like you want to foster cultural understanding. You want to connect with people from different places so that we understand each other better, not worse, (laughs) or understand each other more, not less, right? But what often happens is people make assumptions, jump to conclusions. They don't ever talk to each other. Or when they do, they're not listening to each other. So they're just talking at each other and nobody understands anything. And they just walk away frustrated, like, fuck that guy, fuck those people. Which is obviously dumb. What's also dumb is uh, spending too much time in the digital world. It's another time when curiosity might be useful because there's so many questions you could ask yourself in that moment. Why the fuck have I just spent the last three hours scrolling on TikTok? Or why do I keep consuming all this political bullshit when I'm not going to do anything about it? Why do I keep looking at this or looking at that? Why do I read all the comments? Why am I talking shit on other people's videos? You know, is what I'm looking at accurate? Is the information I'm consuming actually true? How do they know that? Where are they getting this from? Why are they telling me now? Why is everyone saying the same thing? Why is everyone saying different things? You know, being curious instead of just consuming 
and assuming, you know? And finally, I would say another time curiosity is very useful is when trying to solve problems, dealing with personal challenges, you know? Because if things start to go south for you in life, and at some point they go south for all of us, you might, um, you might get into a really negative way of thinking. Everything's going wrong. You're stressed. There's no moments of pleasure in your day-to-day. It's very easy to get caught in that negative rut where all you can focus on is the problems that you have, which often just causes you to have more problems and be more miserable. It's just this downward spiral until you hit rock bottom. But I think that although it's not easy, um, what's more beneficial is calming yourself and being a bit more curious. And instead of saying, these are my problems, ask yourself, how can I solve these problems? And that probably sounds fucking elementary, but it doesn't make it any less true. And it makes me think of uh, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert T. Kiyosaki. It's a good book. You should check it out if you haven't already. And in that book, he talks, I mean, it's the main concept running through the entire book. He tells this story about when he was a kid and his dad didn't have much money. So he couldn't buy certain things that he wanted, toys or starting a business or books or whatever he was trying to buy at the time. And uh, Robert, at some point, met another man who he would eventually call his rich dad. He was like a father figure who, came, who had actual money, who was a rich man and thought like a rich man. And uh, his rich dad put this idea in his head. He said, don't say that I can't afford that thing. I don't have enough money to buy that thing. Because that's just focusing on the problem. What you need to ask yourself is, how can I afford that thing? What can I do to get enough money to buy that thing? Think creatively about the solution to the problem instead of just focusing on the problem itself. I hope that makes sense to you. Because I know, I I don't know, I don't remember the actual story. But I know the (laughs) punchline was his rich dad said, don't say "I I can't afford it. I don't have enough money. Ask yourself, how can I afford that? How can I get the money for that? And that's what I'm talking about here. That's that's when it's wise to be curious as opposed to, what would you call it? Pessimistic, complacent, you know? And I know it's easier said than done, bro. But um, I guess it's like that with everything in life. Everything's easier said than done, isn't it? (laughs) Everything's easier said than done. But anyway, man, let uh, let me wrap this up before we get too fucking far off the rails. My goal with this episode is to get you to see not only the value, but the importance of being curious. It makes your conversations more interesting. It helps you understand people on a deeper level instead of judging them on surface level assumptions. It helps you solve problems more effectively and learn more about life in general. So my challenge for you is to spend the next week seeing how much more curious you can be. If you find yourself talking to someone, Look for opportunities to go beyond the repetitive, predictable conversations and try to go a bit deeper. Look for opportunities to say, tell me more about that. Or, what do you mean by that? And you might be surprised by how much you can learn about someone simply by asking them to elaborate on the things they say in casual conversations. When you're studying English, take more time to learn about the culture of the people who speak this language. 
Pay attention to the way we say things and how we interact with each other. And instead of making judgments or comparisons, start asking questions. Instead of saying something like, you Americans are so cold and distant, try saying something like, in my country, it's very easy to talk to strangers and make friends, but I notice that it's different in America. Why is that? I can guarantee that this approach will lead to more interesting conversations and a deeper understanding of the people you're interacting with. Now, if you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to get access to bonus episodes, along with transcripts and advanced vocabulary guides to learn more effectively, click the link in the description and subscribe to Real English Radio on Patreon. But that is it for now, my friend. I hope you enjoyed another episode of Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.